Good morning. The process is black and white, where two friends examine the trials and tribulations of starting their individual businesses with their cultural differences and similarities, along with whatever else accompanies them on their journey. Each week, they will discuss a few chapters from books that will transform you from being a wantrepreneur to an entrepreneur. Here's Vernon and Devin. Good morning, Devin. So, I have a, a question. And I wanted to get your opinion on this. Can business and pleasure exist in a partnership going going into a new partnership starting a business? So, like... Can you legitimately separate the personal stuff from the business side of things in a part in a business partnership? Sure. And and specifically a husband and wife tandem. 100%. And and how how do you how do you what would your advice be for me as I enter that? Because we we've that's the hurdle we've had to hurdle um the that's, most. That's what you're looking at right now. Yeah, that that's my that's my hurdle right now. So, a hundred percent. Um, but I would say it's like a. So I, I first of all the answer is I don't know, right? Like the answer is definitely I don't know. However, there, there's a bunch of success stories of husband and wife partnerships that do a business and it's successful, right? Like there's a bunch of those success stories. My intuition is that they all have something in common which is this is the thing that you're doing together, right? It's not a, mm-hmm. it's not a thing that I that, that is your entire relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like in the case of you and Ash, right? You guys are you know going to do the baking thing, have some kind of baking business, you know what I mean? And you have some parameters around that, and you have some goals and blah 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 blah, right? Cool. But it is a project that you're working on together in your marriage not the fundamental part of your marriage right like somehow those are separate i don't know how to do that (laughs) (laughs) hey thanks a lot thanks a lot (laughs) but it's i mean that's what it's got to be right because like the business is like what is it 80 percent of businesses fail Mm -hmm. so like if that's the number you know, like you can't make your marriage about that if there's an 80% chance of failure. Because there's like yeah. a 0% chance of failure in my marriage. You know what I mean? Yeah, like- yeah. I, um, I, I, that's where I'm trying to be at as well. I think the thing is, is like we're at a point now where we we struggle to separate the two. You know, we, we struggle to separate the two and these the husband and wife dynamic gets in a way of business partner dynamic and i think there's you know from my perspective i'm going in like this is what i do for 11 a living 
like you know i'm my job is to meet the customers where they are and understand trends and deliver to the needs of the customer that's my job like i do that for a living so i come in with that mindset right off the bat and i'm always kind of like hey you know we i like to be open to everything i don't like to make decisions like no that won't work or no we shouldn't do this or no we're not gonna like no to me when you're talking about meeting the customers where they are and delivering on the service that you need to deliver as far as the customers go like that that's just like you got to be open and i'm all about like hey let's throw 10 ideas out and let's test them all and figure out which one's going to be the best and i think like the thing that my my wife and i always get to get into the disagreement with is she's definitely a little more risk adverse than i am you know what i mean like me i'm always like my ideas are to the moon and i think for her it's more of you know it's very much keep it simple very much i don't i don't know if that's necessary and so we we get into those things all the time because I'm like, yo, let's do this. And she's like, eh, I don't, you know, like, I think we should just stay simple to this. And I'm, and then then that's where the, the disagreement begins and we can never get over that hurdle. Like, and then we end up, then it turns into something else. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know, right, obviously. Like, I definitely don't know. But I would say that, like, you got to stay in your lane. Right. So your lane is 100 percent the customer experience. Like that sort of stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And your lane, I would say, would be like packaging. Right. Um, your lane would be like, I think that we should move from selling on your Instagram to selling on a website or from selling via text message to selling on Instagram or, you know, whatever those like sort of things are. Right. Because that's your lane but if she's like i want to make apple pie you should be like cool let's make apple pie how can i help you know what i mean now i don't yeah. know that that's the exact parameters of the of the lanes right like each person's got to have their own but like i don't know if you and i started a venture you wouldn't ever say anything to me about like the tech stuff, tech stuff. you know nope. what i mean you just no. be like now you might somewhere along the line be like hey no, but that I saw this thing. Can we apply this thing? But yeah. you certainly wouldn't say, I saw these 10 things. Can we apply these 10 things? No, because right? I wouldn't know. I, I so wouldn't know. I wonder, do you guys have like a clear sense of separation of concerns? No, I think, I think it hasn't even made it that far. Because like when it comes to bacon, you know, I'm out of the way. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, you know, I might suggest based from a customer standpoint, like whether or not, like what are the cut, what are customers interested in right now? Just from an overall customer standpoint, you know what I mean? Like lemon meringue pie in the summer kind of thing. Exactly. That type <laughs> stuff. Like, Hey, you know, um, we, we should be doing, 
you know, fun things that get people excited, like making like cronuts, you know, and, and all of that type stuff. Like that's what people want, you know. So I, my suggestions are always about like, yo, let's let's keep mashing these desserts together and making like these super desserts like like uh, peach cobbler cinnamon rolls. You know what I mean? Like, let's keep doing stuff like that. Like, those are usually always my ideas to push the the creative side of things, right? And I think that's where we're good there. Then now we're in this lane where we're potentially like, hey, let's work together on a catering event or two. And now we're both in the realm of, like, the cooking realm. And that's where we, we usually have a lot of our our disagreements is in that in that lane, in that realm, you know, because it's like we both have our thoughts on like cooking and what it should look like. And I think we struggle with agreeing on a process on how do we when we disagree, how do we get to a point of agreeing? How do we resolve this thing? Because I think there's this idea that you can agree to disagree with your spouse in my opinion that sounds good but with your spouse you see them every day yeah i don't think that's a thing yeah you see them every day that a disagreement's going to come back up yeah i don't i don't think you agree to disagree with your spouse it's interesting i would say that you guys need to before you expand you guys got to work work out like what is the project and what are you doing and what does mm-hmm. success look like like Really like that, you know what I mean? Because baking and catering are totally different things. Like, yeah, you're either exactly. a baker or you're a caterer. Exactly. And, and like, I you're think... enamored with catering for some reason that I don't understand. And, and <laughs> like, and I, I don't know. So I just have to sit here and like listen about it and be like, great, Vernon, I'm proud of you, I guess. Like, even though I think it's the stupidest idea I've ever heard. <laughs> and, and honestly, you you might you you might be 100% right and i think the only reason why i dive into it because it it leads me to a bigger lane that i've always been interested in so it's not it's not it's not a it's not really catering the way that i see it you know no, what i mean no i understand i understand like that. i see I it still from don't a think bigger i still don't think it's a good idea i think yeah, it's the, I, I think it's the worst way to get where you're trying to go yeah, see, I see it from a bigger, I see it from a bigger idea. I see it from like, it's it's something that I've always wanted to do, not catering, but having a venue space is something that I've always envisioned. You know what sure. I mean? Like, no, I'm, I'm in, in like, full support middle. of a of a goal of a venue space, but I yeah. think that catering is a is a net negative. Yeah, actually, that's funny. We're going to discuss that. So I, 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 we, we actually just booked on our first paying gig and, uh, we're going to discuss that, that, that later on, but, uh, definitely, um, yeah, I, I agree with you on the point of like trying to figure out, figure it, out what you roles. are, we got to figure out the roles and what the roles are. Cause like, yeah, uh, you know what I mean? Like those are different, those are different conversations. And I think yeah. probably it, to put the marriage first, like that's the thing that you figure out. Oh, well, always. And I think, like, the decisions we've we've made has been, like, all right, well, we're just going to stick on, focus on the marriage, and we're not going to do this business thing together, which I feel like kind of would take a hit and a dent in the marriage 
because it would it would always be a lingering thing that happens. I feel like there's it's tough to have resolve in in a marriage, and that and that's the part that's hard. Like, can you get to a point in a marriage where you just you're able to resolve things with one another, like like permanently? Yeah, like in that. And and that's the hardest part, man. Is like, how do you get a process to resolve? Like, like with husband and wives, it's kind of like sports, bro. It's like it's not actually about being right. I mean, rooting for your team at times. A lot of times in marriage, it's about like being right about your stance. And and it's and that's what you end up arguing. You're not even like you end up not even arguing about like trying to get to like a better decision it ends up then just being like politics you're on one side i'm on the other like how do you get a process where you both just stop and it's like hey all right we disagree you know and then you bring you 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 like all right let's set it up time to go to disagreeing like court or coin flip or whatever whatever your process is time to resolve this and then you go to the to the, the area of the house where you resolve all issues and you have this like perfect system that like, hey, the outcome of this here, you know, vote or the outcome of this here means problem solved. It's over. We move on. You bury it. And yeah, it'd be I, nice I if know. a world exists that way. Right. If that well, if you could find it that way in your marriage. I do think it, I don't know anything about your marriage, really. Right. Yeah. Like, and I don't I'm not aware. But from what it sounds like, it sounds like the two of you are in each other's space on some things. Yeah, you know I mean? no, that's like that's I don't it. ever talk to Sarah about how she cleans stuff. Ever. Well, nah, we don't do that either. Not that's not true. I sometimes do because I'm like, why don't we get one of these robot vacuums? Or like, what if we got a person to clean the house? And so you didn't have to spend every like I don't I don't know how often she's doing it seems like all the time, but like she will like it'll be like, let's go do something and she'll be like, Oh, I got a vacuum first and I'm like Yeah. And I'm like I, I why are you vacuuming when we could be hanging out? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, See, let's we pay somebody, but yeah. <laughs> See, we know. have no. I agree, but we we have such different dynamics where, like, you know, and and not to say that you guys don't ever feel like this this needing to be more fulfilled with what you do in your life, um, just because you don't have like children. You know what I mean? Like, like you probably have a different. You know, you you and your wife might have a different struggle where you feel like, man, I have no children all this time. Why aren't I fulfilled in my life at times? Where, where we, on the other hand, we're a little bit different. We kind of feel like, um, man, I don't have enough time for myself. Like, I, I don't even have enough time to, like, chase those goals that I want to chase. Sure. You know what I mean? And, and I think that's a that's a difficult balance. Like, both sides struggle with the balance of, like, you know, not being able, and it's going to sound weird, but not being able to be, you know, um, not complacent, but I guess um, somewhat satisfied with the hand that you're dealt like not to say that you're not working towards having all the wants and dreams that you have in life but 
you also at times got to be like just appreciative enough of of what you what you have and and where you are. And I'd say for me, like years ago, I think I kind of like, or I'd say I kind of like something like clicked for me, where the results just no longer mattered, and I became, you know a little more satisfied with just like outcomes. And as long as I was working towards my goals and the things that I wanted, it, it, it fulfilled, it, it felt fulfilling. Like right now we're not making any money doing this 2400 stuff, but just doing it. It's like, I'm, I feel fulfilled. We're not making any money making this podcast, but waking up in the morning once a week and doing this podcast, I feel fulfilled. Um, but I do feel like, you know, results matter a little too much for a lot of people and that, that becomes the struggle. And I know, I know my wife probably looks around, even looks at me and she's like, man, like everybody's doing something and has something and can look back at the last, you know, 10, 15 years and have done so much and she doesn't give herself enough credit. And in like everything that I've been able to do, everything that our children been able to do, without her, none of that exists. Sure. And no, she, but that's a hard, especially because those are still in process, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know what yeah. I mean? Like, she's been yeah. doing the she's been doing the mom thing for fifteen, sixteen years. Sure, but not only is, but she's still got another. Like, there's still little kids, and she's been doing it for fifteen years, right? Whereas you sort of have hit some gates, some like professional, like I've been over here and now I'm over in this other section. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas it's hard for her to have those similar gates. So yeah, man. I mean, that's a tough that, dude. Mary's yeah. That's weird, a, it's a it weird is. thing. It is. No, it totally is. And, and the other part of it is it is, it's weird. And, I think there's some content that I have, (laughs) but there's, there's some content. Sorry about that. There's some content that I have with like, I'm just happy doing the thing, but, but I also have this career that can work as my, my bench part, Mark in my results oriented fulfillment. Sure. And I think she struggles with not having, having that thing for sure. And, uh, where you can point to certain results, whereas like being a mother and taking care of a household, it doesn't really like bear those results immediately. Well, it doesn't have those but, benchmarks. It doesn't have yeah. the, well, here's the day that I got promoted. Here's the day that, the, you know what I mean? It doesn't have, like, here's when I switched jobs to this company, and now I work for these people. Like, it doesn't have those. So, it's a, you know, the nature of it is different. This is, I don't know. It's very, this is very adjacent to the book we're reading. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> is, isn't it always, though? Uh, I guess is so. I, isn't that part of the point? Mm-hmm. <laughs> It always, unintentionally or intentionally, it always somehow connects. And I think, like, just like in the book, it's just that discipline 
of doing doing a thing. And and I love the book, you know, that we're reading here. Um, you know, because it falls in line so much with our our principle as far as the process. You know, I mean, obviously their title the title of the book and our title of the show is almost like it's just another way of saying it. Discipline is destiny, you know, the power of self-control, which is like ultimately like, hey, you don't get to control outcomes. You don't get to control the results. All you can do is do do what you do every day and put in the work that you're able to put in. And however it pans out, that's how it pans out. You got to be content with the fact that I did my best, you know, and and uh, that is the struggle. And I think. This this book is like a nice timing of it where it it helped me even this weekend as I did some more things, you know, to continue to plug in with 2400. It helped me understand that just like you just got to keep doing. You just got to keep plugging in. You know, it, if the thing's going to happen, it's going to happen. But it, one thing, it won't happen if you're not plugging in. Yeah, it's weird because... On the one hand, um, you know, what gets measured gets done, right? So, mm-hmm. like, if you if you say, like, I'm going to do this by this date, you know what I mean? You're going to do it because you have a bit, I'm going to do this by this date. Like, it, it's, easy to, it's easy to get it done because it's got a date on it. <clears throat> However, yeah, the Ty Cobb example, not Ty Cobb. Um, come on. Um, yeah, I'm about to say, oh, now I'm out. Uh, the Yankee. Um, oh, man. Lou Gehrig. Lou Gehrig, yeah. There Good. you go. Sorry. I yeah, don't know Lou Gehrig. Turned around. Totally different humans. <laughs> so, yeah, but the Lou Gehrig example, right? So, Lou, like, sure, I'm sure he was naturally gifted, right, on a lot of levels. But also, he just kept doing it. Right. And it wasn't really part of what he was measuring. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The thing that he was measuring is that you get up every day. Right. Like, like that's the kind of thing that he was measuring. And I have trouble with that. Right. Like, like with the comics app that I'm building. Right. Like I've been doing like this, this sort of long term project and it, it's actually just about finished with the app, like just kind of like rewriting part of it into one thing. And I've been doing it for a while and it, it's like a thing where I have to do it for 30 minutes a day, every day or an hour. A day every, like I just have to do it. Right. Um, and it's going to take as long as it takes. And I've been doing that for a while and man, it is the least satisfying, like saying I'm going to get this new feature done by Wednesday is one sort of thing. And I'm good at that. I am very bad at like, I'm going to do this thing for an hour today. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's tough because there's nothing to measure it by. However, I am pretty good at working out, right? Or like eating right, which is like a, you do it every day and it doesn't really ever pay any dividends. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I kept thinking that the whole time because it's like, I don't think there's anyone in this world that has like this, this, uh, whole 
uh, I guess that like whole life experience with discipline. And what I mean by that, <clears throat> excuse me. And what I mean by that is, um, we're all disciplined in certain areas already. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, I don't smoke. I don't drink. Like people like look at that and be like, Oh my God, how does, how do you pull that off? Right? Like how, how, like how do you pull, how did you ever pull that off? But there's plenty of other areas in my life where I'm extremely undisciplined. Right. So there's like, I don't know if there's even, if there's anyone walking this earth that's just like straight edge, 100% disciplined to like, to like this extreme level. I think as a human walking this earth, there's, there's always going to be an area that is flawed when it comes to discipline. Well, even those people, there are people who are like too rigid, right? So like, <clears throat> I've definitely seen it go the other and to Ty Cobb's. Geez, why am I stuck on Ty Cobb? To yeah. Lou Gehrig's perspective, right? He wouldn't wear a coat until he got married, and his wife made him wear one, right? Yeah. So he, or at least you know that's like the legend of it, right? So he actually had to tone down parts of his giant quotes discipline that he was doing to come to sort of like um, to realize that he was out of control in some areas. Right. So yeah. even his discipline was out of but, control, but even, even yes, even that, but I guarantee you if you know, you got the full story of Lou Gehrig, there was some vice in there and that vice wasn't discipline. There was some area where he lacked control and discipline mm -hmm. because everybody does. Like, like somewhere in there, I, you know, I don't know. He could have like had like, you know, mounds of women, you know what sure. I mean? Like infidelity could have been his thing. Like, it's almost like, like life, eh? Balance, man. You need, you, you need a certain level of balance. And most of the people, not all, cause we don't know the final story on everybody, but most of the people that do have that extreme level of discipline, there's always like some alter side of them that you end up hearing about. You know what I mean? Like most like, and I'm going way left here. Well, well I mean, I'm, look at Mike, look at Michael Jordan. Right? Yes. Like, there you there's go. A, That's there's crazy. a guy who's, who's notoriously disciplined. Yeah. Right. And yeah. has forced all of his friends out of his life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, you go and you, if you ever like, just like freed up about like a lot of like the, you know, famed serial killers of the 70s you know that era of life that we talk about being like just ridiculous but if you go back and you look at a lot of them like those were some of the most meticulous people who had so much discipline in every area of their lives and except for this one area where they just were so so compulsive like i don't know i wonder if there's a study of like how compulsion takes over because of being in such a structured life, you know, whether it's as a child or in an adult, you know, like psycho, psycho, that dude, you know, I mean, I know it's a book, you know, and it's not necessarily real life, but kind of the way that that was written was they were expected to be so perfect in every way, you know, out in the life that it feed, it fed their compulsiveness when, when the light wasn't shined on them, you know? So it's like, getting a little left here but i imagine that like everybody has some level 
of their life where discipline is a challenge. You know what I mean? And you do have to like have these principles nearby to control that wherever that compulsion lies. Well, I you know what I mean? The, I think that's the thing. Like, like discipline is a challenge, right? Like it, mm-hmm. it is like, and I don't know, people don't talk about it very much, but it is hard, you know, like yes, very much. you have been doing the, you know, I don't smoke, I don't drink thing in an environment where people smoke and drink, you know yeah, what I mean? Like in the, the business that you're in, finishing up work and going to the bar is a regular occurrence, right? Mm-hmm. And that's just not who you are, you know? Yeah, and it's easy. That's why, I, like, for me, I don't look at it as discipline. Like, well, that's I don't even not. count it. Yeah, I don't count it. I believe that discipline, and that's a great point you just made, it's not. I believe that discipline is, like, how do you control the urge for your desires, like yeah, those dude. things that you desire that you know you shouldn't have. No, discipline is like me drinking those goddamn smoothies every day. Yeah. Or discipline is me not having ice cream, even though I know I, I, I shouldn't. But I continue to have, you know, but I, but I have it anyway. Like, yeah, the only that, way that I can. Yeah. The only way I can discipline myself really is when I can say, like, I'm making a trade off. That's why the smoothie thing works for me. Right. Because I can I can discipline myself quite well when I'm saying I'm making a trade off. I'm allowing I'm forcing myself to have this smoothie in order to have, you know, a large dinner, essentially. Right. Mm. So it's a trade off in my head. And for some reason, because I guess because my brain deals with trading things like, well, Mm. that works. Right. So that's how I can use discipline. So I can do the same thing with exercise. Right. I'm trading exercise today for fitness when I'm 70. Like I can, in my head, I can make that work. And so I can discipline myself. Right. Yeah. And see, I lack discipline in that way where I'm the reverse. Like I'm, I'm that reverse. I'm like, um, I'm, I'm too tired. I'm too tired. Had a long day. I deserve ice cream. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I lack it in that way where I, you know, kind of, Throw all my discipline out the window by making the excuse of I put in so much work, I deserve this. You know, but it it is interesting. I think I think the key like takeaway from this book is discipline is hard and discipline also comes with a cost. It it also comes with costs, you know, so it's, it's one of those things where, you know, sometimes if it's not worth it. That's when people choose to go the other route, you know, like when you in your head, when you've decided that it's not worth it to have discipline in that moment, then you go the other route, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's complicated because like when I think about uh, just like some of the things that, that I can do using discipline and the sort of payoff that I get, right? A lot of it is just like I'm much more disciplined, for example, at work, right? I find it interesting. Like you're exceptionally disciplined when it comes to work, Mm -hmm. right? Um, You don't miss a day. You know what I mean? Like you always show up. Like like that's very straightforward for you. Mm -hmm. However, 
you have less discipline when it comes to like, okay, I need to, right? Like, uh, I'll make up an example. Like, should you listen to talk radio and get your laughs on the way home? Or should you listen to, you know, a complicated book about discipline on your way home? <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And this book's pretty easy and it feels good to read. So I, I imagine it's not, it's, but maybe it was harder with something like Emma, right. Or, or something like that where like, all right, well, this isn't, this doesn't feel, feel as good. So I'm just going to pass on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, totally. That <clears throat> there's, totally, there's always those quandaries that come when you're, when you're talking about discipline, you know, always, there's always those like, you know, what's the, what's the cost? And, and is it either worth it or could it, you know, hurt you enough where it, it, it stinks? You yeah. Know, that, that, that is discipline. That that's it in a nutshell. No one's like only a sicko is disciplined just for no reason. Yeah. I you mean, know, which, they're, they're, and what you want is like a, at the end you want a goal, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're working like, towards something. Yeah, you want that goal. And I don't know. To, I guess the question is, is like with, like how, how are you applying discipline in your life in an area that will achieve the goal that you want? You know what I mean? Absolutely. That's 100% the question. It's super weird to like, especially when you think about it yourself, right? Like, And you think like, well, where are the areas that I fall really short? And then you're like, well, where are the areas that I succeed? <laughs> right? Like... I can set fire to a whole afternoon, no problem, watching just YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Like, instantly. So easy for me to just, like, burn up a whole afternoon. And then be like, what happened to my, like, I should have been doing, and, like, it's so straightforward for me to do that. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm very disciplined about, like, my lunch, for example, right? But I think, I think, some, I think a lot of that is, is okay. I think a lot of that is okay. I think I think I think next book needs to be like a balance book because I think a lot of that is okay. I think there is this potential this this potential burnout that also plays on the other side if all you're doing is is disciplining yourself. You know what I mean? So like there is this there is this balance and I guess you got to say to yourself, like, how important is the goal? For some people, they can't, they won't be able to breathe unless they've reached this goal. Yeah, and that's, therefore, that's, the, that's the Michael Jordan thing. Right? Yeah, right. therefore, right. Like, man, therefore, discipline is like life or death. And then for some of us, it's, it's just not that case. I think one of the hardest things for, for me is to, like, genuinely in the calm, you know, look at your life and say like, what do I have? What Mm -hmm. do I want? And am I doing the things to like appreciate what I have and get the stuff that I want? Right. Yeah. Secret of life right there. uh, For real. Because like a lot of it, man is, are you actually doing? Cause people say like, Oh, you know, I want to have a nice retirement. Well, are you saving? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like people yeah. say a lot of stuff all the time, Devin. Yeah. All the time. I think for me, and this is where like, and we'll go into the catering, my catering adventure. But I think for me, 
Like, and that, and that's what's very important for me, right? People connecting with people to me, and I and I know this about myself, and like, I embrace it. Like, I'm not fighting it at all. I embrace it. Connecting it with people is my air. It's how I breathe. It's the thing that I, I'm I'm all about. I'm the dude that like cooking has now become this thing where I'm like, I make something and I can't wait to share it with other people. I want to see the look on their face. I want to see the smile. I want to see the, their eyes light up when they taste that thing and they're like, oh my God, what did you do to this? And that feeds me. It feeds my soul, bro. And it also allows me to connect with people. And so like, I'm starting to learn a whole lot more about myself, you know, like financially, I'm not really as motivated as I, as I thought I, I needed to be, or as thought as I thought I should have been, you know, like, like, I think we all kind of like look at money early on in life as a deciding factor of like, whether you're successful or whatever. I've now begin to look at money a little bit differently you know, as more of a, a means to be able to, a means to be able to provide and like get certain things. Um, but like, that's not necessarily what I'm chasing. I feel like there's this, there's this thing above money where if you can make, if you can make people feel good, they will open the doors to that we'll call it fans that fandom of yours and that right there is like an unlimited resource of of money that comes we just got a um off air talked about you know the place that i i work for i'm employed at and how <clears throat> they people have become such big fans of that place where like you're allowed to like they come not necessarily for the products necessarily or the prices some people just come just because they enjoy being there and they are truly fans like this place is like a rock star place that people see the colors the logo all of that and they're like it's like Michael Jackson just walked in the room Yep, you know and like I think like that's the thing that like I enjoy that. I enjoy that energy. I enjoy that about you know me and people and I want whatever I do, whatever's next. I want to kind of recreate. I want to recreate that in my second half of life for the thing that I'm doing. And I really don't know what it what it's going to look like, you know, exactly, but I know that element is going to be a part of it. That element is going to be a part of it. And that element is my gift. It's the reason why I've been able to succeed in the company that I'm in is because the thing that they're doing is also what I'm gifted at. Right. That's and your wheelhouse. That's my wheelhouse. And that's why I like whatever I do for myself, I'm, I, I already see that this thing can succeed in a massive way. So I need to incorporate it in what I'm doing. Because it, it does succeed in a massive way when done right. And I know I can do it right. So it's it's become an element that I, I think is necessary to implement 
in whatever 2400 becomes and it and the irony of it all is that all three of us all share that same thing that we all share that same thing all three of us take over a room light a space up sure peep you know you know what i mean like we all share that thing and so for me i'm just like man it, it it's got to be a part we'll figure out what it is ultimately but that's kind of our thing and as far as how it works monetarily i think it's going to work itself out because we're going to build those thousand fans and and those thousand fans one by one we're going to build them everybody who comes across us becomes a fan and like you know like i was at in a, a tasting I'm, I'm getting long-winded but i was at a tasting <laughs> yeah i was at a tasting i did a tasting for for a lady from an event we did back in the summer we catered an event and we did a tasting and the lady had our card on the back of her phone like in the wallet part and she was like you guys were so professional and just had such the right energy and attitude that like i said i got like four events this year and she was like i took your card and i've held this card and went followed you on everything, every platform, and I knew that you guys were gonna cater my three events for me this year. And like, I just love everything that you're about. You know, I just want you guys there. Your energy, your professionalism. You know, the way that you guys aren't just like doing the same thing that everybody else does. Like, she was just like a fan. She was like, I'm, I'm a fan. Like, like literally, she was a fan. And it just clicked. I was like, yo. That's it. We got to tap into that, you know, and figure out exactly what it is. But I think I think that's that's who we are. That's if we're being honest with ourselves. That are the, that is the three gifts that all three of us have separately in our own worlds, and together when we come together, it's like it's off the charts. It is off the charts. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested. You know what I mean? I'm interested to see where it goes. Um, it's a the the thing that I I'm like personally sort of thinking about right is mm-hmm. sort of pretty similar right like I have this little app right and I've joked a bunch of times like there's no way that this app is going to make a whole lot of money right mm-hmm. but I built it so now the question is is like I got the two customers right mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Mm-hmm. So I proved that not only can I build an app, but I can sell it to more than one person, right? Mm-hmm. Now the question that I have is like, should I take the app and like, should I try to grow it and turn it into like a a thing that where I have like fifty customers or a hundred customers, right? Hundred customers at a at fifty dollars a month, like all of a sudden, like that. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good app, right? Mm-hmm. Should I try to do that or should I move on to something that's like more challenging? You know? Yeah. And I- the, the interesting piece of that for me, right, is that like part of it feels like I'm trying to pull into something new because because uh, it's more exciting to build something new. True. Which is like uh, candy. Right. Like it's, it's a mm-hmm. treat. It's not the discipline of like, okay, now I have to do these other things that are like, maybe I'm less excited about or 
maybe are more you know what i mean like it's very interesting to kind of like sit there and think about that you know what i mean yeah i, I mean but i think like i think if if you're testing you know a system here i think part of it it has to be like well well who 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 are you and what's the thing that like is it fulfilling you know are you enjoying helping you know your two customers are you making a bit of a difference you know what i mean i think part of that like i think that's an element that some of these books don't really talk about is like you're not like you're not looking to you know quit your job and make comics helper you're like you know your thing right like you're not you're not that's not like the goal here right no i mean not yeah. No, yeah, the, the not, goal is no. to have this be a retirement project. Have yes. whatever my project be, whatever my project is, be the thing that I can work on when I retire. Exactly. So I, I think there's this element that we don't discuss enough where it's like, well, in that, it, you know, do you enjoy, like, talking to the one customer that's using this app to its full capability and really just like, man, you've changed everything for us. Like, like, has it been eye-opening, store-altering? Sure. I do like that part of it. And and I think <laughs> I think that I, I know you do from our conversations that we have every week. And, you know, when they entered everybody in and you were talking about the number side of it and, like, sure. how awesome it is that they're entering all their information in and, 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 the, and how it's working. And, you know, like, if that part excites you, I think you – I think – like you should, we should count that a little bit as tangible results. Even even though it's harder to see and it's harder to quantify, those are actually some, you know, some positive feelings that should come with what, what we're doing. Like we're not doing this for money. So like part of our payoff has to be like, yo, it's got to feel good. You know what I mean? Like it's got to feel good. You, you got to kind of like, the helping or you know making a difference in these in these comic books i'm sure you put comic books for a reason it wasn't just because you're like man comic book stores are a mess like part of it had to also be like yo i, enjoy I love comic books sure. and being around them and you know i imagine it isn't all business when you go to these comic books i imagine like there's a moment of a like hey what's coming hey you know did you you know new spider-man how awesome right like like there's got to be some element of like a little bit of like that's one of your hobbies and you connect to that and it feels good helping that and it also feels good connecting with people also in that world right you know what i mean right. like and that's important i think that's important i think it's important to kind of love for us or at least i'd say for me and i believe for you it is important that we also really really like what we're doing because we're only doing it for a short amount of time per week. It's not going to happen overnight. You know what I mean? So imagine if you go from comics helper to like, I don't know, names that you can't, uh, hockey, you know, hockey yeah. sports stat helper. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't enjoy that because I don't care about hockey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like, but you could get 10 customers right now doing hockey sports stat helper. 
like you wouldn't enjoy that. You wouldn't, you know, like you'd feel like that was like more, that would like work. Like I'll ask you this question. When you work on Comics Helper, does it actually feel like work? Never. And that is <laughs> something that you have to factor in. I never feel like I'm working. When I'm cooking and I'm doing the 20, it doesn't feel like work. If you know what it feels like, it feels like playing pickup, you know, Sunday morning from 9 a.m. to 1. That's yep. what it feels like to me. Yep. Yeah, yeah that's, wow. what it should, that's what it should feel like, I think. Well, we'll figure yeah. it out. Exactly, we'll man. We'll figure it out. So, exactly. uh, where can people find us, Ryan? They can find us at the process is black and white. Uh, dot com, or I guess you don't got to say all that. Searches at the process is black and white. Yeah, I sound like an old person over here, man. Talking about dot com. The only thing was missing was the www dot. Yeah, uh, <laughs> or you can search us on all your post social media platforms at the process is black and white. We we should pop right up. All right, talk to you later. All right, man.